Welcome to Carol Howell's Let's Talk Dementia, a podcast designed to help caregivers find knowledge, power, hope, and smiles in their dementia caregiving journey. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. Here's your host, best-selling author, Carol Howell. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. I'm Carol Howell, your host, and welcome to the first podcast of 2024. I know that we say this all the time, can you believe it's 2024? Well, I guess we should, but you know, it's kind of mind-blowing when I think about that. My sweet mama had Alzheimer's mixed with uh, dementia brought on by post-polio syndrome. For the longest time, they thought it was Parkinson's, but it was post-polio syndrome. She died in 2019. That just seems so far along, so far ago in the past. In some ways, it just feels like yesterday, but here we are celebrating the new year. Hope you're finding things to celebrate and to be grateful for. I know in this caregiving journey, there are days when you might have a little difficulty finding things to be grateful for, but they're there. You know you're still breathing, you're still moving, you're still caregiving, and that means that God's got a job for you to do on this earth, so keep on doing it, because I know you're trying your best and you're doing a good job. I am here for you. All you've got to do is go to the website, letstalkdementia.org, and on the drop-down menu, you can see Contact Carol or something like that. Heck, I don't know what it says, but you'll see it, (laughs) and you can email me, and I will either email you or call you, whichever you prefer. No charge for that ever. It's just what we do. I wanted to talk to you today about your oral hygiene, your oral microbiome. Um, did you know that your digestive system begins in your mouth? That is relatively new information, but it does begin in your mouth. When you think about it, it makes sense, right? And then it travels down into your body. But we got to have a healthy oral microbiome in order to have a good digestive microbiome in order to have a healthy brain microbiome. It's all cyclical. And if there's a problem with one, there's probably going to be a problem with the other. So if we can start it out good, well, hey, that's a good idea, isn't it? Let's do that by taking care of, of, of the oral side of things. One or a couple of points I want to, actually, there's three points about that I want to make. The first one is I do a lot of um, reading by Dr. Um, David Perlmutter excuse me, a little cough there, by Dr. Perlmutter, and I just so enjoy what he writes and what he records, and I spend a lot of time following him, but he recently did a show about sodium laurel sulfate, sodium laurel sulfate. That's found in toothpaste very commonly. It's in mouthwash, Um, and this is something that can threaten your oral microbiome. It's directly related to the body's ability to produce nitric oxide. And if you're like me, you go, okay, so what does that mean? Well, and why, why do I care about that? Well, nitric oxide regulates insulin activity in your body. And now you know that's important. We need our insulin levels to be normal, not elevated, not too low, so keeping them normal. And it allows blood supply to our organs. Now, well, we all understand that. That's very important, right? So that anything that interrupts that process is not good for us. And we know now that sodium laurel sulfate does that. Um, The other thing he talked about was fluoride. Now, this is debatable among physicians. I will tell you that. There are dentists who say, and doctors who say, you got to have fluoride. Um, It's very good for you. I am being told that 
we have more fluoride in our systems in the United States than folks in any other country. It is in toothpaste, it's in filtered water. We get fluoride in lots of places, but it does cross the blood-brain barrier and it threatens the oral microbiome. That is kind of important when you think about it, as I understand that fluoride attaches to um, aluminum, and aluminum is found in the um, by not the autopsies of folks who pass with every stage of Alzheimer's type dementia. I stay away from aluminum in our house. We just don't use it. I make sure it's not in my deodorant or anything. Don't use aluminum foil. So those are two things that just might need to give you a moment to pause and to think. So I did a little research to see which toothpaste I could get, and I wound up buying Burt's Bees Purely White. Now, not all Burt's Bees um, worked for me, but this particular one did. It did not have sodium lauryl sulfate, and it did not have um, the fluoride, and it tastes good, and I've enjoyed it, and so that's an easy fix, just an easy way to eliminate something that could potentially be harmful. Um, the other thing I did um, is I bought an electric toothbrush. Now, they, they range, boy, do they range big prices, you know, from little to a whole lot. I bought one that's $15, and it came with enough replaceable heads for two years. It is wonderful. You charge it through um, your computer, right? So you don't have to have an electric cord in your bathroom or be near an electric cord or have batteries or any of that kind of stuff. It's pretty neat. And I think it holds the charge for like 30 days or something crazy like that. I've really enjoyed having it. If you are caregiving for someone with dementia, and of course you need to be brushing their teeth, and I really hope you are because that microbiome in the mouth will affect the gut, which will affect the brain, which will cause dementia to be worse. And did you know that if you have really bad microbiome in your mouth, it can affect your heart to such a point that you could have heart disease to the extent that surgery can sometimes become impossible because it's so bad. But anyway, that electric toothbrush is something you might want to consider if you're brushing the teeth for someone with dementia where you have to brush for them. Now, think about the process you use to do that. If they are right-handed, you put the toothbrush in their right hand. If they're left-handed, put it in their left hand. Of course, that just makes sense. Then put your hand on top of their hand and guide that toothbrush. I think, and I've not done this, so you'll have to tell me, I think using an electric toothbrush in that scenario would be easier because it vibrates for you. It makes those motions up and down, up and down, you know, really, really fast to help clean the teeth more so than what you could possibly do. And then you're guiding your loved one's hand with your hand. If you go at them with the toothbrush, that is not comfortable. That's not something they ever did. It, that's not the way life was processed for them, but they are used to their hand going to their mouth. So try that. Let me know if you use an electric toothbrush with your folks and if it worked. I think it'd be interesting to know. Well, I hope you have a great day. I hope your caregiving journey finds moments of blessing and funny and laughter and joy and all those good things. I hope your folks eat well today and smile at you a lot. And I hope all of 2024 that we find ways to see God's blessings. Blessings and smiles on you and your caregiving journey. Bye-bye. A special thank you to our sponsor, Veterans and Families of America. These amazing people are available to help veterans and their spouses receive benefits to which they are entitled. You can reach them at 904-528-1084 or by email at information at vfamerica.org. Be sure to tell them Carol sent you. Veterans and Families of America, these people care. Thank you for being part of Let's Talk Dementia. Please visit our website at www.letstalkdementia.org 
All our books, podcasts, and videos are available there, and you can schedule a free phone consultation with Carol while you're at the website. Click Menu in the top right-hand corner, then choose Schedule Time with Carol. We look forward to hearing from you. Blessings and smiles.